0: That was terrible. <laughs> that was terrible. It's hard to do it over your here. <laughs> <like>, you know?
1: <laughs> you're not supposed to be laughing when that happens. Oh, whoops! Sorry. Was it your first time yeah. in here? That was Lamar Luttrell. <laughs> it 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 might not be his first time in here. First time in here with us. We have a special guest today on where the pavement
2: ends.
3: <laughs> God, <you're so>
0: hot.
3: <laughs> How'd you get your hair that God, color? he's so white. <laughs> <laughs> so Russian.
1: Tom Rasscheen. No, don't say Is that, that how right you pronounce now. your
3: last name, Tom? Rashashin Would oh, you give us
1: your resume real quick just a quick dissertation of what you do oh boy. how you do it Oh boy <laughs> I like just the big word know. dissertation Start yeah.
0: at uh birth go Okay
3: I was born in St Mary's Hospital in Reno Nevada I lived on D Street in Sparks till I was 2 went
1: to Happy Days with Alex went to Happy Confirmed Days maybe We're not still
3: trying to confirm that I do remember being abused at Happy Days so mm-hmm. I'm not sure if Crosby was involved in that, that <laughs> ring. Uh, and then I moved to Truckee and grew up skiing up in Truckee and then went to UNR for the UNR ski team. and Full scholarship? Full scholarship. Got wow. a very poor education. I wasn't really paying attention. Because you were
1: skiing all the time? Yeah.
3: And then
0: somehow I ended up here and uh, What's your skiing kind of got kind of a make-a-wish. Did you have any... Uh... Skiing credentials, or oh, you were just head. on the team. Well, I'm state champion in California, Nevada, for, Arizona. For what discipline? Oh,
3: uh, cross country. So all the disciplines in cross country, which are all biathlon, of them: biathlon, skating, classic, and I think there's so that. Can you for... do that thing with the gun? Uh, yeah, that's that's, that's called biathlon. That's biathlon. You shoot yeah. that gun? Oh yeah, no kidding. It's a super lightweight 22, and it has like a real like fast trigger action so it's like you just bolt action yeah but it's action. not a bolt it, right like it just, just straight bolt. back yeah straight straight back. bolt oh okay you still have that uh no i don't
2: have that gun anymore that'd be cool if you still have the gun yeah, yeah.
3: imagine yeah. shooting rabbits with one of those not very See, you don't shoot it very far right what 25 <clears throat> yards maybe something like that yeah but i mean it's still pretty accurate sure you could take something open down. sight oh yeah definitely a rabbit you didn't know it at out. the
2: time, but you were destined to get into the hunting industry. I guess so. You I built your calves up, cross-country <laughs> skiing, <laughs> and you right. were shooting a 22 rim rimfire with a straight any, bolt. Any straight
3: Olympic... Bolt. Uh, any... I, I don't have any Olympic qualification stuff, uh, but I did race in college uh, and did some international races that I won, but that was in Australia.
0: So right. do that no, Australia? No, that doesn't yeah. count.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's his own ca- continent. That's right. Should count.
3: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's kind of a big deal. It was their big ski race down there, and I ended up winning. I didn't know they had snow down there. Yeah, they do. Somebody actually that lived there, has been living there for two years, said they didn't know they had snow either. So I'm not sure if COVID has got them all messed up. But I'm guessing they get snow snow
2: on the south side of the the island, huh?
0: Island continent. Continent.
3: There are a bunch of kind of aborigine people running sure. around
1: too.
2: Is
3: that early, who you were so. competing against? Yeah. <laughs> you ever seen? You ever seen Quigley Down Under? Uh, no, but God's must be crazy.
2: I oh, that's a that. great movie. Yeah. <laughs> Rascachine Down Under Part yeah. Two. Yep. So that's kind of. Yeah. Hey, real quick before you leave Whoa. that, what's the what's the sight on that on that twenty two gun? How do you what's your sight picture? What how do you line oh, it up? Yeah. Is it is it a
1: open sight? Like yeah, it's a an search, open sight. A peep sure. sight. Yeah,
2: it's well, that's what I'm getting at. So it's a it's a peep sight. Yes. Okay.
1: Yes. Yeah. No no magnification or anything. No glass. No, no. Yeah.
2: And your distance you're shooting at for competition.
3: I couldn't even tell you anymore. Ten meters, twenty, 20 meters. Yes. Yes. Twenty five yards. Twenty five yards. I'm gonna look it up yeah, while you 25 guys are talking. Twenty five yards probably sounds about right. And you stand and they call that. Is that prone? No, prone's on prone's laying down. down. Yeah. yeah, and then standing. Standing and prone. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you would do that.
1: Fifty and, meters, which is what. Fifty-five 50 yards. That's further than I thought. That's a long way. Good job, Don. I knew Boy. it
2: was in meters because it's kind of more of a kind of a European thing more. So yeah, yeah. The exactly. target is one and an eighth inches. Wow, wow. One and an eighth inches diameter at fifty-five yards. 50 no, I'm sorry.
1: That's for the prone position. For prone. The standing position target is a hundred or hundred and fifteen millimeters, which is four and a half inches. So that's three, pretty cool. So you just have to hit the, the target. Yep.
3: That's right. Wow! And then, so you, you, you know, shoot at your targets and if you miss any kind of depends how they run the race, you either ski a penalty loop mm-hmm. or they add time to your, to your total time. And so you'll go do that penalty lap and then go back out on the course ah. all the while you're carrying the gun on your back, which changes how you ski. And of course you're also, when you come back into the shooting range, you're trying to control your breathing, you know, cause that's a big part of it. So it's. You're not racing as fast as you really can out on that course and you get back and you just you know, it's all about that breathing and tempo and I'm sure it's just like shooting too, you know, you gotta kinda come down into it and how you breathe controls your breath. Is run, it how is one shot
2: at each or you get You, you can sh-
3: no, you're only given a certain amount of yeah, shells yeah. to shoot. But I mean bullets. each round you
2: go around, you just shoot you,
0: Yeah, it's like got five, got targets. Five, five, targets. Yeah, five targets. Yeah, five targets and you shoot and you, gotta, and you miss and, and yeah. make, make, make. And you have a penalty. That's what, so. You go
2: through the targets
0: one time That's each right. time around.
3: You can shoot at any one yep. you want, and some people have different patterns gotcha. on how they shoot. Gotcha. But it, you,
2: is that what it is? Five. So each round around, you go five I, shots. I'm, yeah. Whatever you hit, yep. I'm you sure miss two. You, a bit you miss two out of five. You got to do two penalty laps. That's and right. Go back to the track. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I've watched it before, but I never paid attention. to They never to really the show the targets. You
1: know, the shooting part of it's less important i guess to the television because usually you just see them standing there shooting or whatever and, and sometimes like the,
0: it'll sh- the piece of the block yeah. in yeah. your eye like this or yeah. whatever it is mm. right. it's, cool it. it's kind of like you were talking about uh, holding your breath or learn to control your breathing uh-huh. that was one of the things our dad always taught us like big game hunting mm. if you're walking you know to crest of a hill you oh, always yeah. stop because yeah. you're hiking real you know hard and getting your blood pumping and going but you stop before you crest yeah. to catch your breath just right. in case there's something right on the other side you you're going to be, be able be to shoot for it, yeah right. so you stop before you crest catch your breath yeah be ready to go and then sneak over
3: well i mean i'm sure biathlon has maybe its roots into Absolutely. hunting or
0: that, for sure
2: 100 percent right it's 100%. the nordics were out
1: there chasing stuff down Shoot. on their homemade skis
2: and at the end of the yeah. day most all I that stuff
3: in, in uh james bond that too. there's a scene where that guy is on biathlon skis and he's mm-hmm. ending up shooting you know after bond <laughs> yeah but most everything we
2: difference. do that's that that type of stuff is rooted in hunting survival oh if, yeah if you go through oh, it oh sure. for sure yeah it's, up
3: in like finland or norway probably that's where skiing kind of originated. Was those Vikings up there. It's funny. You
1: you brought up petroglyphs, and those are the pictures, which are a lot around hunting and stuff, and then here you are taking pictures of hunting. Yeah. Do you feel like you were maybe born 100 years too late?
3: (laughs) Is it only 100 years?
1: I don't know.
0: Could be two. How
3: how old are those petroglyphs up
0: there? Who knows? A lot more than 100 years. Correct me if I'm wrong. You probably know better than I do. The ones that are at the south end of Winnemucca Lake are the the oldest. oldest petroglyphs like known right
2: they yeah they dated them and uh i believe it's just lower 48 it's not it's not the world yeah. but the lower 48 it's, they're the oldest ones found and they're something like 13,000 13, wow. 000, 13 yeah, or 16,000 years old
3: it must oh. have been so much different out here back then right full of water, the, full of water. The, yeah so that probably was good for but you think now like how does anyone survive out in the desert out here it's so you know finding water can be an issue I guess you just gotta kinda know where to find it.
2: It's a cool history. For like I sure. was
3: on Bubba's hike, uh hunt, his elk hunt, and where we hiked eight miles. Well, I did not bring enough water and we hiked up this thing and I was starting to think we were never gonna find water up as high as we were. But clearly there was, you know, you see all these beautiful aspen trees and you're like, Oh, there's gotta be water up here, but it's it's very hidden. Groundwater and stuff. And there's so it's yeah, these really yeah. small creeks and that part of me you know i'm used to hiking up in the sierras where you got lakes and you can find water pretty easily but out there i was like oh this is kind of a big deal
1: is it because you mixed all your water with jack daniels on the first night <laughs> when you ran out or what that, what that probably
3: didn't help yeah
1: i mean you guys brought forty 000
3: pound packs in there you should have nine gallons of water i'm not sure what we brought that made our packs so big bubba's pack you know if you look at the pictures he's got stuff hanging all over yeah. on the outside and that looked
1: like a miserable time. Go ahead and yeah. expound on that a little you, bit.
3: You would have liked it, Crosby. No, I don't think I we would. We hiked up in the mountains, and we were camping right in the middle. You lost of me at our... hiked up. Hey, <laughs> I thought hunting. You was know, that was two-wheel like
2: drive my... or four-wheel drive? What was yeah. that?
3: Yeah, seeing nature rise and all that stuff for hunters. Is yeah. that spot just...
1: spot and stock. So, you know, you're out there, you see something, you hike in. But and there were get a
0: lot of coyotes up there, so we oh, might yeah, have to hike up. A ton of coyotes, yeah. No chance. Was
3: pretty wild. One one night, we were walking back from hunting along this trail and I can't, I think they did a bugle call and it just the whole valley lit up with coyotes and from everywhere and you're just like oh man we're not alone out here. From your take was that because that
1: bugle call wasn't realistic and all those coyotes were going hey don't go over there. Is that what's going on? Sometimes out
0: when we turn that no, call on did. I feel like that's what a happened. actual there. elk did the bugle.
3: Oh,
1: oh I thought yeah. you meant a, No you
0: no no. Uh, oh Bubba did?
3: Yeah, uh, It wasn't Bubba but oh, Dave, Dave I, Kellers I did I a call. And yeah, so I don't know how good a call that really was. But <laughs> Kyle's like, uh, did you yeah. see any other animals while you were up there? Oh yeah, we saw. Well, let's see, what did we see?
1: Um, you got great pictures of that one elk. Yeah, up
2: close. Ran
3: ran right into an elk. Uh, we had, saw. Had to have seen a deer. Horses? Yeah, no, for sure. We did see some deer. Um, any horses? We did see. No, we didn't see any horses, but they do pack people up in there to go hunting. Uh, but I, we never saw any horses. Um, no mountain gosh, there lions, really no bobcat. Yeah, there really wasn't any other sign up there.
1: Just elk, really. Good birds and stuff? See any bald eagles or anything?
0: No bald eagles. They're not that low. Did you see any uh, wrenches? <laughs> <laughs> Open-end wrenches? Yeah, somehow I found that one. <laughs> or my tire did. Did you see the, his tire? Oh, my God. I've seen so, the pictures pretty sad he driving on middle of nowhere nevada dirt road 50 miles from a a paved road and he gets a flat tire you jump out and what's in it i so yeah this is did you say it was one in the morning i think Uh, no i didn't say that
3: one in the morning one in the morning like driving on this dirt road and i'm all getting excited because i'm getting fairly close to where bubba is but i've been on this dirt road for about 30 miles off the highway and all of a sudden i just hear this clinking in my tire and i'm like oh no what's that jump out and here's a wrench sticking out of my tire an open end oh, yeah just a hand just a normal hand wrench yeah. like a 5/8 <laughs> hand wrench
0: <laughs> somehow jabbed into your tire somehow. and
3: somehow yeah it got flipped up and then went all the way through the tread of your tire all the way through the tread Oh, my goodness. And, you know, if you d- really do feel like you're out in the middle of nowhere when you're out there. At uh, one in the morning by one yourself? in the morning. <clears throat> and I hadn't changed my truck tire in years. And so it took me a little while to remember where all the stuff was. <laughs> <laughs> you, wish, you wish you had Tate's crew with you? Yeah, exactly. I needed a pit crew. And it didn't, uh, they weren't there. And Bubba was busy hiking back from carrying his elk out. So they were going to be no help. Uh, so I was on my own and lo and behold i did change my tire so Atta i'm pretty boy. happy do you have it hung on your wall now like a, <laughs> i <laughs> like
0: took a, it like a trophy to the
3: tire shop and they were like what in the heck they're like we've seen a lot of weird stuff but not quite like this
2: yeah. yeah so just to segue back that was a good interlude there but what what are you doing so just to continue along what are you doing you you joined the band and family and that's right so uh, when did uh, you join I mean, you were I think down at in mean, 2009 Sears or 2010.
3: Yeah. Starting with doing the intro graphics for the Foul Life and Dead Dog Walking. So I don't know if any of your fans remember the old Western intro. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Uh, that was, what about when you did that Wrecking Ball commercial, too? The was, geese. That was after that, though. Yeah, right. <laughs> Dead, Dead Dog was one I of the early things. Two 2000- thousand. Yeah. Eight is when we started. So two thousand nine. So you, yeah, I think you came to us full time two thousand ten. But you okay. did some graphics in two thousand nine for us.
2: Yeah. So okay. professional graphic artist, professional yeah. photographer. Yeah. Professional cross country well, skier. Professional, professional. I don't
0: know about all the professional. professional art. Being able to be, not calling you fat, but being fat and <laughs> out of shape on the couch drinking a beer and someone goes, you want to run a marathon? And you jump up and run a marathon. That's truly my claim to fame, <laughs> it is it off
2: is. the couch. To marathon. Know, and that's what I'm yeah. getting at, because Tom is, <laughs> I guess he's kind of gradually, he's gone from the office to getting more and more out in the field over the over the decade, yeah. decade plus now, and really has been part of some of the most epic hunts that we've been on from I can think of a coyote hunt that was quite interesting, at the old rock, you know, the famous rock. To what you're getting at with Bubba's Bubba's Unreal hiking, yeah, you know, to my elk hunt, hunt to, get to Clay's elk hunt, to the mountain lion hunt of mine, to my elk hunt. Oh, man, to Chance's elk oh, wow. hunt. To it's starting many? to feel
3: like maybe you're bad luck. Uh, you know, I was kind of wondering that because uh,
1: wrench in the tire, lost on Clay's <laughs> hunt. <laughs> I don't know what happened on. Clemson. Never
0: bad, never right. seen a deer on Bubba's first deer hunt. N- not right. one single animal. It was weird.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm actually thinking the opposite way. A lot of a lot of good luck, but well, yes, yeah,
0: because eventually yeah. you got to work through the bad. You can
2: start to get just by the way. Uh, Alex and I have our own day jobs. Clay and Tom are in a ten by fifteen office for. Twelve hours a day, every day. So you might be feeling a little bit of that, like little spite in their voices right now when they talk to each other. That's uh, why uh, so they're, they're around uh, each other too uh, see each other Can you lot. please
0: go down into what's his name? <laughs> um, in office? Oh, in, uh, oh, God, what's his name? Can you, Milton. Yeah, Milton. We're gonna need you to go the, down. The Swingline stapler.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the squirrels were outside. Mm. They were merry. Mm. They took. Took my window away. <laughs> I'll burn this place down.
0: <laughs> that is a great movie. So what do you like more now? Uh, compared to what? Well, you because ha- you hunted a little bit in, in Argentina. Yeah. And you haven't really done much hunting here. Right. Did well, I tried. Safety, you tried. Know, right.
3: I just got my... Well, I guess that's another thing to say about yeah. all this. But I'm kind of embarrassed to say it, but I've been with you guys that long. And I just got my hunter safety this last year. That's all right. It's kind of embarrassing to say, but not really. I got it. A lot of great photography. Well, yeah, and I do. I do really do. Like you do that a
0: lot of catch there.
2: and release hunting. Yes, there we, which that's, not a lot of people do. Right. Works for the Autobahn. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, what did you did the graphics when you were before you came to us? You were at the Hilton uh, Grand Sierra Grand Sierra Resort. Uh-huh. And you did all their graphics and pictures for them.
3: I started as kind of their director of electronic marketing, so which is a big title, but it yeah. You designed a lot logo. of their yeah, a lot of the logo design and well, uh, uh, their sign at the time in Reno. That big electronic billboard was kind of a big deal when it came into Reno, and so I was kind of right at the ground level of working on that sign and there were times where i was up in that sign actually because the sign would go bad and i'd have to climb up the little stairs and go in there and try and reset a computer in there (laughs) and so over the years eventually we got you know guys that would go in there and fix it but i would be you know i it was kind of a an office job so you had to wear Nice shoes, dress shoes, and you know a tie and things like that because I'd be going to meetings.
2: A little bit different than bandit, huh? Uh,
3: okay. Well, that's why I'm probably still here. Office by <laughs> or body by uh,
0: body office, office by, body band. by band. I think I'm
3: wearing sweats right now, so it feels good. Very comfortable. You actually have
0: pants on. <laughs> you guys don't? Oh no. Uh.
2: Yeah, and we I guess going through that rundown of things you've we failed to mention that yeah you've been the guy behind the scenes on the foul life for years as far as anything digital photography logos graphics everything yeah we've
3: yeah yeah, we've evolved the show and had you know get more people involved but yeah
2: you've seen the trailer running around you got the you got the the logos on the side of the trailer you got that most recent one with the with was it Axel the dog right exactly yeah Yeah, so tons of graphics epic graphics and a lot of
0: After, after all these years You've been on plenty of deer hunts, plenty of elk hunts, uh-huh. plenty of waterfowl hunts, coyote hunts. What's your favorite mm. to to take pictures of? Hmm. I, I'm going to guess because I know you're you like hiking and being out doing stuff. Because you've always been in the hills uh-huh. is either deer or elk hunting because you yeah. get a hike. I mean, it's obviously a lot, hell of a lot more work because you got a forty pound backpack full of cameras and batteries and lenses and tripods and a lot of challenges. Well, yeah. I, you know, we just yeah. have a gun, yeah. Hiking up, yeah, but.
3: I, I really do like that. Uh, but man, the, some of those trips to Arkansas is a lot trees. of fun in the trees, and going on the boat ride out there, and you know, and of course the food. I'm a big foodie, <laughs> and so chicken wings are your favorite, yeah. Yeah, uh, Tommy like wingy, mm-hmm. <laughs> fried fried <laughs> but southern I mean, deer steak. I mean, just, yeah, just like layer upon layer of yeah. like bacon and biscuits and the like. Mister Billy, I, I love that so. Um, that that's a special so place you, so
0: wherever the best food is yeah is the
3: what camp you and want so to so on clint's and last elk hunt he was the chef and so i had high expectations for clint to cook me something good and now you're that's never, why i'm
0: here and now you're never going on another hunt <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, with no. him actually <laughs> you weren't so impressed a, he did a good job yeah right.
3: he, he cooked me every night a nice meal you know so he took care of me did you go on chances elk hunt I went on chances elk hunt, too. He was cooking that Rivers. one, too.
1: You did pretty good, huh? Same yeah. Deal.
3: Where'd you sleep? Oh, you slept in that jumping jack, didn't you? I tried to sleep in the tent with you guys, but there was a little draft coming in. And That's right. It was, hit me just right. Mm-hmm. So we ended up sleeping in the jumping jack, and it was much more comfortable. Who'd you sleep in there with? Uh, the Beast. <laughs> Darth Vader with his CPAP. <laughs> yeah. It kind of puts you to sleep once you. Kind it is of get nice. To, uh, yeah, it's like uh, white noise, kind of. Right. Yeah. I sleep with the bulldog that
1: snores all night long. So,
3: so you can blame your snoring on him too. I don't snore. Oh, you don't? Mm-mm,
1: not one bit. As far as you know,
2: no one's ever complained.
0: I'm pretty sure Clint does. Well, oh.
2: incessantly. <laughs> I wake myself up sometimes. <laughs>
0: Everybody should sleep with a CPAP. I'm telling you. S- sleep apnea is not good on the body, not good on the heart. Do, Clay I just would don't you don't want to
3: become dependent on it too. Cuz then I yeah. see him like we went on this last trip where he at the airport, he has this giant backpack. I'm like, "Why is Clay carrying this huge backpack?" Well, it's his CPAP that's in there.
0: <laughs> hey. Like, Jesus. Got to do it. He's got it with him. Would adultos. you rather me die at 50 or be dependent on something and live until I'm 90? Wow. Oh well, you put it like that. Yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> what do you plan on doing with the next fifty years? Yeah. Well, h- how effective are you going to be at that age? I don't know. We'll, I think hopefully, hopefully start, I get there. Things start failing, you know. Clay, would
2: you like to share with the audience uh, what you told your current girlfriend when in the realm of talking about CPAPs? Would you would you share what you said to her when it was yeah, maybe sure. starting to get a little semi serious? So
0: I've been with, I've known her for thirty five years. But we just got together five years ago and when I had just realized that I got vitiligo oh. which for people who don't know what that is it's where Michael you're, Jackson Michael basically. Jackson's disease your pigment dies in your skin and or the melanin dies and your skin can't create color anymore so it just is basically bright white So I just realized I had that I sleep with CPAP and I three shit three times a day <laughs> so i was like uh all right nicole here it is uh i sleep with a cpap i have vitiligo and i shit three times a day. what's the importance of the vitiligo no just because i was so i just got it so i was self-conscious about it because i it's only in certain spots oh you're trying to get <laughs> me to say what it? spots are there <laughs> so, <laughs> so you
1: don't have to say it they get it i, I have uh
0: yeah certain areas that oh, have it vitiligo and the cracks it's Kind of like we call it Colby Jack. Yeah, cool. And uh, call anyway, it Neapolitan. Are we going Neapolitan. for a new sponsorship here? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So I said. Yeah, self-tanner. You know, I, I do that Where three the times a day and brought to you by. Uh. <laughs> Vitaligo, sleep with sea CPAP and go to the bathroom, you know, three times. She's like, cool. And I'm like. And I think it was more up.
2: specifically when my feet hit the ground in the morning, I got to take a shit. <laughs> yeah, so, right.
1: Very regular, though. <laughs> What if she would add three things for you?
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, honey. Well get out. I, <laughs> <laughs> We would have taken one. Not putting up with all that.
0: <laughs> you got hammer time on a toes. You don't. Taking a
3: regular clay, and I. This is. you Important for you're, a lot of guys our age. Is you're welcome. Metamucil. You're welcome. But I. I don't really fully understand why
0: I'm taking it except. You were speaking very highly. He it. can't
2: it's, take credit for it. That goes to Jim Ray. It's good oh, for your blood oh. pressure. It's
0: heart healthy, blood pressure, and I wrote a book about it, one chapter, How Metamucil Changed My Life. That's it. By Jim Ray. So you've been taking it that long <laughs> by Jim Ray? <laughs> what, what,
2: what was Jim Ray's line? Two things in my he, – he, yeah. said, he said the two things that I've come across in my 40s or whatever that changed my life were Traeger Grills
0: and, and Metamucil. Metamucil. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that it's, sounds like him. And now I got leaf on a leaf call this – I'm like, this is funny because Lee just texted me the other day about it because I got him hooked on. Uh, just I told him about it, you know, over the years. he never done, never done. Then when we were oh, yeah. just there at NWTF, he goes this.
2: Uh, uh, while he's finding that, I think Benefiber works a lot better for me because that damn Metamucil, you got to chug it. Quick, I like putting it in my coffee, eight. but if you put Metamucil in your coffee, it turns into a big old globule, oh, yeah. gelatinous you got a, globule. Well, you, so, yeah. you have to drink it. No, I, I like putting that Benefiber oh, in my I'm coffee. Like, what and, the hell is that? No, there. you
0: got to. It tells you right out of the bottle. Uh, mix with water. Mix with water and drink. Uh, he no, goes. Yeah.
2: That just I didn't want to plug Metamucil too much. I think Benefiber for okay, me it works. Options. You don't taste it. It dissolves. Yeah. It's in there. Is that kind of the maybe not quite as good brand, or is that no?
0: It's just it's a different type of fiber. Style of fiber. Yeah. He goes. Them metamucil turds are getting polished. You right? Hardly got a wipe. Who'd have guessed it? They don't even leave turd streaks in the bowl. <laughs> right there. And he writes wrote a song too. about it. Yeah. Like to hear it. Hear like a, goes. Song a song. Oh man. <laughs>
1: got no streaks in my said, bowl.
0: I said you're welcome. <laughs> no stripes in my underwear. Yeah. Sounds
2: like a country song. Mm-hmm.
0: No stripes in my underwear or bowl. Yep. <laughs> it's good.
1: Maybe we could have a commercial with them one day. (laughs) What, uh, I I think, you know, we've talked about having you on this podcast for a while. And I think that your underrated talent hasn't been spoken about yet. And that's photography.
3: Oh man. It's sort of photography. I've been around photography for a while. Uh, and I do enjoy it, but what I really enjoy is being outdoors and photography is a way to do that. Uh, but i you know i don't know i i'm not sure if i have any skill in it
0: but you know you you just sort of you got some see skill something
3: in it. and you hit the button two yeah. funny
0: things i say about his photography one i think he'll he'll back up is he tells you all the time that he's not very good at photography he's good at like post-production not okay. not photoshop right but to be able to, you know, bring out the greens a little bit better or the shadows off of it, not faking it. Because he's an know, artist. That's what I'm saying. So he'll tell you, right? Sure. Your post-production. Yeah. I, I but at say, the
2: same time, Tom's very humble and, you know. Oh, 100%. He doesn't, you know, that, that's part uh, of it, It's too. funny
0: because the other thing is sometimes. he'll have, right, the best of the best camera, right? And just like computers or a car, the next best, best thing comes out. And his one had, you know, you can take 5,000 pictures a second the shutter speeds you know 100 whatever it is and then two months later there's another one that's just he's like "Hmm, gotta get this one now and oh follow focus you're a camera geek well (laughs) kind
3: of but i've always kind of had this weird thing where i'm always into the you know the newest and greatest thing so what do you what are you running currently uh a Canon R5. So it's their mirrorless technology and that's kind of where Ooh. Canon's putting in all their new technology. So and it it is night and day from my last camera. Um but I the lenses I was using before were lenses I've used since college and you know they've seen some use and so maybe that's why it's so sharp but right now like I just did a a trip down to Las Vegas to take NASCAR pictures, and I had my old camera set up and my new camera set up, and I was taking pictures with both, kind of like when you see guys at weddings and they have both cameras. And you
1: don't even want to look at the I old was, stuff, huh? Oh,
3: and I took pictures with it, and I'm, I feel, I'm like, oh my God, it's terrible. <laughs> so... But you kind of want to look the part too, because it's kind of badass having two cameras and you know walking around. Do you
1: have like one of those real uh, hipster like leather <laughs> strap things that goes on?
3: And it's kind of I'd like to call it the bro. You rest
0: it on the your belly. Bro, I, I, know, I like
3: that because I, my breast kind of ear.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah, what are they? It's That's it. The
2: manzir. The bro. Man's ear. It's a bro. <laughs>
3: That's how it was.
1: Give, give a give the listening audience here a little couple. Th- the worst thing in the world, somebody kills something cool and takes a terrible, terrible picture of photo. it. Photo. Give, give them a little hit, Tom. Help them out a little bit. Okay. Do you want to look at the sun or away from the sun or you want the sun mm-hmm. at your back? So there's a
3: lot of advantages shooting into the sun, and I say that because, when somebody told me the other day, like, you know why fall pictures people gravitate towards because you don't always get to see the trees like that. So that kind of goes in true with a lot of photography is that if the picture kind of looks like, you know, like just a a normal picture, even though it might be good content, it's still not as exciting. So I'm always kind of looking at a photo if I can kind of change it a little bit. And, you know, sometimes shooting into the sun, not everyone does it because it can be hard. What happens is that your camera wants to expose for that bright light but say you're trying to take a picture of a face or an object coming towards you, well that's going to be dark. Now the newer nice cameras can take pictures of both that bright light and also expose for the bright light and expose for the shadows. There's enough what's called dynamic range and so you can toy with it yeah i know this is getting does my iphone 13, 13 I like it. have dynamic range <laughs> okay and... so that's another thing we've always kind of made jokes about how good the iphone camera is oh, and man. i would sometimes agree mm-hmm. with that it's actually an unbelievable camera that portrait mode and if you have good light it's it's pretty incredible it's hard to beat but the problem is... As he is, says
0: that, uh, our new sponsor for the show is iPhone. Thank you. Yeah. And, uh, Thank yeah. you, Elon Musk. Yeah. Yeah. I would <laughs> say the same for Musk probably an Android. Wrong, wrong I, guy. But yeah, <laughs> that guy's dead.
3: <laughs> Did you say Tesla? That's
2: <laughs> <laughs> the iPhone guy dead.
3: One of them. <laughs> oh, oh original yeah. Original guy. What's yeah. his name? Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. That's right. Legend. All right. Sorry, Tom. Go back.
0: Dynamic We're at
3: dynamic yeah. range. Uh, so anyways, yeah. Don't be afraid to shoot pictures towards the sun and play with how that light hits that person from the back side but also kind of making sure that you don't totally underexpose but if your camera isn't very good it's usually it's that light that's going to hit them from the front side you don't want direct light because it's too bright and so people and you know, it can create a lot of shadows. That you yeah, harsh shadows. Hard shadows. So like you know, usually they say at noon is the worst time to shoot because you got that light that's just coming from the top down and it creates awful shadows. Whereas Especially you when you're wearing a hat. In the morning, oh, hats are the worst. And hunters usually wear hats, so you're always kind of dealing with that. But
2: well, that's I guess that's where I was I was wanting to go with that too. So let's just break it down into three parts of the day. So what's your ideal setup maybe your water uh, yeah let's say your waterfowl hunt you limit out earlier in the morning you know how would you set up your your photo shoot
3: for the hunt during the hunt,
2: no, no. For let's just let's say hero pictures post, you know, post oh. hunt kind of stuff. You know, just I'm just looking at you know when you have you have a low sun. Uh-huh. I guess that it would be basically be the same for the end of the day or the beginning of the day, but then the difference would be the middle of the day. Yeah, because every once in a while, I mean, big game hunting, you're going to take an animal in the middle of the for day, or sure. you like, know what like, can you do to like optimize? Our, right. Yeah, optimize those pictures.
3: Yeah. So, um, you know, another thing with photography is light is key clearly right like you got to have something that gives it some sort of shadow um now there's differences in shadow like sometimes shadows can be too uh, too contrasty and too abrupt like the noon shadow but later in the day they create those longer shadows so i don't know like on your hunt i was looking to try and keep like tree branch shadows off of your face cuz it looks kind of distracting when you have light and then these weird shadows on your face so it's either almost like all sun or everything's shadowed on you so you would have your sun at your back
2: which that in that case that was basically our only option
3: well we yeah we tried to it was sun behind us right branches you know to kind of
2: but as far as sun and angles we only had the option of sun behind us that's right well it was kind of the mountain was
3: kind of hitting your front of your face on that on that one because we were working with tree branch shadows all over you and that was kind of like all right well what do you do you got to improvise on you know you can't move that giant elk where you really want it so just kind of got to somewhat move it just a little bit and trevor he was really good about kind of understanding what i was looking for and he kind of helped us get kind of that consistent light on you yeah where if we would have taken that to me i would have hated all those shadows on on you and the elk
2: makes so,
3: sense yeah kind of looking for you know making sure that you don't have weird shadows on you when you're taking the pictures kind of, will help and then of course the ang- you know taking pictures of elk you guys probably know better i would trust in what you guys do i'm there to kind of maybe get a good exposure but yeah how do you get this picture of this elk just right like do you want the horns all points to show you know and right. i know like at least for ours, we were doing a couple different things where I would zoom in to the picture and that kind of like flattens things, but it also, it also doesn't distort it. Where if I opened up the lens to say an F, uh, I'm sorry, using like a 35 millimeter to a 16 millimeter, the, wa- the lower number means that it's gonna distort the image, but it's gonna make it look huge, right? So at 16 millimeter... That's kind of almost like wide, very wide angle, and but when you do that with the elk, what ends up happening is those horns ends up looking gigantic. And so you, when you see pictures in magazines of elk, those camera guys know what they're doing, mm-hmm. and also you know putting it right on the tip of its nose, exactly. Shoot, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then it's like whoa, this we thing love looks that. giant. And it, and I don't know if you noticed in the pictures, but it changed how big that elk was, sure. going from this giant thing to, I mean it was still big. But the, it was weird how the photo can really distort how big that elk really is.
1: Yep. You're giving um, out trade secrets right now that people ooh. don't want to hear about. Well, and it. then
3: also where you place the, the hunter in it, right? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Four feet
1: behind it with its head held up <laughs> guys by a stick. out. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, there's definitely some tricks. And also angle. You know, if you're yeah. shooting at level or above, you're going to guess well, some issues versus slightly below either, that that that's going to make the horns look bigger to you. Yeah. So
1: Todd just, or Todd, Tom just kind of waved us home here to talk about, you know, yeah. How you put their horns, but put their tongues back in their mouths and close yeah. their mouths and wipe the blood off of them and yeah. tuck their legs up underneath them. Like there's, there's good ways to pose the animal before you, Actually start taking pictures, you know. Try to get their
0: horns in the skyline. Yeah,
1: skyline. Yeah, that's a huge deal. Don't get it blocked out by other stuff. Yeah,
3: trees in the background that have branches that look like horns themselves. So, yeah, Yeah. you kind of want... And so those lenses, there's what's called aperture. And you can go from an F22, which means a lot of stuff in the foreground will be in focus, but also your background will be in focus. Well, if you change your F-stop... To a two point eight on your camera, you can now get what Clint you know is in focus and and the elk, but everything behind him is going to be really pretty blurred out, and that creates what is kind of very creative photography mm-hmm. and but it also helps with distinguishing a good photo from kind of a just sort of an iPhone photo right Crosby those iPhone <laughs>
1: ones are great. the new one's got three different lenses. <laughs> I saw on TikTok, though, that one of those lenses is fake. Is that true, Tom?
3: Oh, oh, it's just for show? Mm-hmm. That <laughs> seems like a lot of extra stuff to put in, but maybe. Those tics, if that ever if came, came out, out to be China. true,
0: they would get oh, sued right. so
3: bad. Yeah, China's false information that's coming
2: true. out. Let, let's just nail this down real quick because I'm interested just as much as anybody. Middle of the day pictures.
0: Don't do it. <laughs> but if, you know, but but
2: if you if you have to which there's times plenty of time a lot of times when we've done it so try what's your what's your, your number one thing
3: find a full shadow
2: so that i think that's the biggest takeaway yeah. from that is you know because a lot of guys will not do that and not right. s- find a shadow I think so, which in nevada is hard sometimes because we don't have very right, many trees, no trees but almost you know employed. if you, you can use shadows to your advantage because,
3: yeah here's the thing like because people's faces when they're in full sun they're all kind of squinting. Oh, and, yeah. We've been You there. know, it, it just. It, it does, kind of
1: like bleaches you out. It, yeah. Yeah.
3: But when you're in full shadow and you have a nice camera. Or a decent camera. Yeah. Now you can kind of pull out some of those highlights from the shadow because they're still, it's new, right? Like you got light bouncing around all over the place and it still kind of creates shadows in there. It's just, you don't have these kind of weird light shadows everywhere.
2: And would you agree, going back to Clay said earlier about the kind of. After the photo, how you're able to manipulate it once it's downloaded on the computer. So mm-hmm. you have a lot more room to work with a picture that might be overshadowed yep. versus too hard in the sun. You're able so to actually change room, it. Though. But right. but even even on an iPhone, you have sure, an ability you know, to do I mean, a little iPhones, bit of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. As long as it's so not black. As you're going to be able to get away with a lot more, I guess, a mistake if you, if you can use the it. Yeah, underexpose right. it in the shadows. Right. Yeah, right. So.
3: Yeah. Cool. So, and you know, the iPhone having those three different camera options, right? Two and a you quarter. Know, try, try a few different <laughs> ones. You got the one time, but then you got the .5 zoom or whatever, and that kind of creates interesting looking, you know,
0: pictures. Also,
1: those that portrait mode. I mean, that's that's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty hard, hard to beat. beat that. Really, portrait it's, mode,
0: but, and it's cool because you can, after the fact, whatever technology they have you can change the focus focus and and, or how much depth that there uh is
3: so that's also kind of one of the weird things in it if you notice like it's not a true normal lens with aperture it's it's faking it so it's digital and so you get kind of like something is blurred out but something isn't say with horns like it doesn't know how to know where that object is you know so it's Mm -hmm. sometimes it doesn't always work out but human faces and bodies and full subjects like it does a really good job
0: i mean it's so important because in the end of the day when you're showing somebody a picture you know you i'll get pictures all the time as somebody you know kids first antelope hunt we're all talking about (laughs) you remember frankie Remember that is antelope hunt. I mean, yeah. I get a picture from his dad and it's bloody tongue in hand. Uh, hand. I'm yeah. just like, that's not the memory you want. Uh, uh, you take a I, good picture. Cause that's what you're going to put yeah. on your wall. That's what you're going to show non hunters sure. maybe one day. It's that, interesting. You bring this story up cause Bubba's hunt. I had to leave Bubba
3: at the, the end yeah. of his hunt. And I, he ended up shooting it with her bow. I don't you How do you yeah. call that? You, you stuck him, <laughs> And, uh, he somehow got a hold of me because there's terrible service, but he got a hold of me. I was back in Reno at a computer desk typing away and he's I like, hey, I got it. And I'm like thinking, well, if there's only two of you guys and you're eight miles in or whatever. Like, I need to go and help him. So I drove back out out there. Right. Well, I wasn't there for when Bubba did his kind of his shot with his elk. And, it, and you could tell. and. You can tell and no offense to Keller's because Keller's actually did a great job on the video, which I don't if you listeners want to see the video. It's on the provider, um, the provider TV, and I think you can get that on the Outdoor Channel YouTube page. But Keller's did a great job. He filmed his elk coming out of the trees. He just he did everything right on the filming side. But the picture, I don't know what happened. And it's probably not like, good it's terrible i've it's, never seen one it's one of the probably because of that it's, probably I, I mean
2: it's okay but it's probably a combination of everything you just talked about it's and, the the angle that he shot yeah, it at it was the it's angle just, and yeah it the depth kind of it. the
3: lighting because yeah like honey you know like it's not going to be perfect lighting and they just didn't spend that time and he keller's had an iphone but i just think Six. maybe he was very nervous because there were a lot of bees and he wanted to get the, you know, get to the cleaning part and get that done. That's so what a was, lot of
1: people, and rightfully so, you know, you, you, you can't wait too long, especially archery hunting because it's so warm. and yeah. But take yeah. the extra couple minutes, you know. Right. But I it think, is, it's, but, a lot of people want to get right to, you know, skinning. And, right. Which is, they're not wrong, but at the same breath, you know, you, you want some good pictures before you do that.
3: And talking with Bubba. Because you know we got all sorts of other great pictures, but the only thing Bubba could talk about was like, man, I wish you were there to get the <laughs> that you know that shot with me with the bow and yep. the elk right there.
2: And I mean, it they were two months apart or whatever it was between his hunt and my hunt, and yeah, when you see those yeah, pictures of mine versus his, I mean, you could definitely tell what a, what good photos are.
0: Yeah. Do you like do you like setting up? staged whatever what we're talking about the hero shot mm-hmm. after the fact or for trying, me, trying for me, to catch no, the yeah. live right yeah. i'm all
3: about i want to capture the moments and yeah like clint like I, I wanted to get clint like the emotion of the photo and like him coming up and the effort that we just went through and you know coming up to this beautiful animal and and uh you know appreciating it and i want to capture that and not nec- i mean I understand your guys' appreciation for the trophy shot, I guess. And I'm still kind of trying to do the same thing. I just wanted to do it more natural, you know, like you guys around it and, you know, interacting with it and not being a stage shot,
0: I guess. But even, I mean, even before that, at the moment of the kill, like out in the field with a, you know, like on my elk hunt where there's 300 of them. Oh, yeah. No, that was your... Whose elk hunt was that? Chances. That was Chances, chances huh? Chances, yeah. Chances elk Which Yeah, we is didn't some see anything in pictures. my elk hunt, right. but, but Chances elk hunt, yeah, right? When when they're all together, there's that many... Like, oh. It's that.
2: probably one of the... Once that all gets all done together, probably one of the coolest captured hunts. Yeah. Photo- yeah. Photographically yeah. and videography-wise. Boy, that, that's probably yeah. out there, really, from like the very that? beginning. Uh,
0: big game that, or trying to catch her capture waterfowl setting it like geese setting in or ducks setting in i will tell you that obviously waterfowl is a lot harder
3: you know duck, and especially the, ducks the movement trying yeah. to get focus uh-huh focus um you know the elk your biggest challenge with elk is the distance right, right? and having you know a spotting scope versus because i had a big lens it was a 100 to 500 my lens is bigger <laughs> i had a 100 to 500 with a two times zoom and it still wasn't as far as um what um our vortex could reach out to a
2: vortex with the phone it, scope on it yeah. do you
1: find it's hard to get those ducks on there because the plate of biscuits and gravy with sausage and bacon and all that you were talking <laughs> that the only that's thing in, in the way about. steaming up your lens while you're in the blind with the heater going and all that
3: uh, there is hey,
1: here's oh. your duck uh, mr rash see we're gonna throw this thing up in the air you
3: try and get a good picture of him, okay and then they do it There. Are, actually now that you bring it up that is actually one of my favorite moments on waterfowl hunts is that we've had tragers out in the blind cooking yeah cooking it's breakfast like, that, you're
1: not out there public land hunting like uh right most of the world you know oh, trudging yeah. through the mud and all that stuff right No. That's i'm a, being sarcastic it gets it's
3: helicoptered in and dropped yeah. off or, yeah i guess yeah. that is kind of like heli skiing have you uh, heli-skied? I've been heli-skiing before. Jeez. Yeah. In my prior life I worked for a ski magazine and uh, What was it called? It was called Coolar magazine.
2: And Telemark what a, magazine. A, what
0: is a Coolar? Coolar is a French That's what word that meant, a for a ball shoot ball. on a mountain. Oh. And so <laughs> the, a What? A what? A shoot on a mountain? Yeah.
2: It's like a cool like a coolie, I guess. I, huh? A there's a coolie. Cool. So
3: it's like basically what you can see. You look up at a big mountain and you see something that you can ski on it that's surrounded kind of with rocks on each side. That's what a cooler is that you can ski down.
2: While well, we're semi on that subject, what the hell is chossy? Oh,
3: that's kind of a, I'm old. Rock, so that's a rock climbing. It's bit. kind of a yeah. rock climbing term. It took a while to get it, but you do hear it now every now and then. It means that the rock is not good. Right, it's it kind of it's kind of gnarly. It's like and you can say chossy for a lot of things like whatever's gnarly like oh that mud's chossy.
0: <laughs> Do you remember <laughs> the, the movie's Last Girlfriend
1: 10 years <laughs> <Yeah>. ago? <laughs> Pretty chossy. Pretty chossy. Do you remember that movie uh, was it Ski Patrol or Ski School or something oh, like that? Hot, hot Dog. Hot Dog. Hot dog? It, is that oh. what
3: got your inspiration well, to be a skier? My, <laughs> my best friend from high school. Hot his mom was in Hot Dog and she was the stunt double for Shannon Tweed. So she's very beautiful, wow. but she grew up in Squaw Valley during the day, and that's where they filmed Hot Dog, was up in that area. And
2: uh, Sorry, I have to interrupt. It's not oh. Squaw Valley anymore. Oh. It's Palisades. Pacific Palisades. What is it? Palisades. 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 Yeah, you're right. Thank yeah, that's you for racist, correcting me.
3: You're welcome. Well, you know, I, Squaw apparently is a derogatory name, uh, but I know for a fact that the people that named that valley had no intention for it to be... Derogatory. negative or derogatory and uh, over the years somehow that, it changed that's and, sexist yeah or I know. Or uh, you're a bigot it's a, everything it actually wraps up a... every
2: term in all into one sexist racist on that,
3: please oh whoops yeah boy,
2: Bigoted. blood is boiling they, types yeah where's a
3: tequila
1: don't worry i'm gonna go get six dollars worth of gas for six. one gallon when i leave here but 50 yes dollars. crosby
3: i've seen i've seen that one uh is that what made you want to be a skier yeah, there was a little
1: bit of nudity in in right. uh, ski school. Well, and in, my nickname,
3: apparently, and I'm kind of I shouldn't be telling you guys this because we have to yes. hear about it. Yes, is Squirrel, and Squirrel in that movie was the guy who got into the gondola ride. Who ended up getting motorboated. I'm not exactly Ooh. sure what happened in it, but... Yeah. By
1: your buddy's mom? <laughs> yeah. No, she was... a <laughs> different story. She, she was, was a one of the evil
2: Germans. Yeah, was you that Shannon Tweed, or was that the stunt double? Oh, yeah. I don't know. You wouldn't be able to tell. Was that on hot-dogging? Hot Dogging? Hot Dog.
1: Let's see what Squirrel looks like while you guys continue yeah. to talk. Hot Dog
2: Squirrel. Squirrel, you motorboat yeah. son of a bitch. Yeah. Uh, K2. Oh,
3: I love all those ski movies. Well, that was more rock climbing, but... Another awesome movie too. But, but Ski Patrol, that's another good one. Classic. So
0: Ski Patrol you, was good. Are yeah. you looking forward to uh getting a tag? Yes. I I was nervous
3: because you put my name in for some stuff that I'm like, I don't know. But then I would have like all of it would kind of make me nervous anyways, because yeah. yeah, it's your first hunt and
2: Which that's coming up. What do we got? Two weeks till put time.
0: We have all the way until, I saw it yesterday, like May 11th or something. But May
2: I mean, 10. we start March. March 21st
0: right? to like May 11th. Oh wow! Okay, we, can, we have until to put in. Okay, Tom, so, I, when I you have look,
2: would you look real quick, when you look to see when you draw, let's say mule deer tag, that probably best option. Yeah. Who's the first person you call to invite?
3: Oh wow! Ooh wow! It, uh probably. Um, Chuck Liddell, or wait, no,
0: the UFC Michael fighter
2: Michael Waddell, oh, what? Chuck Liddell, <laughs> Michael Waddell,
0: whatever. Waddy. Who was that guy? We were just partying with him in Nashville. He, That's right. We had some good times. Uh, we
2: we'll let him off the hook. Hold on. Hello. Oh
0: no, I'm saying yeah. Uh, I
3: Well, I, I clearly have to invite all the buildings. They, they can't just, can they come as one? Chad's not
2: going. It's a big game hunt, so that'll be oh, right. one. But
3: Chad did supply a lot of entertainment on his deer hunt that uh-huh. I went on.
2: Were you on that all those years ago? I was, oh, yeah. and oh, I have pictures from Where's that. Was that the, <laughs> that was the, the, the <laughs> and he and uh, sunburnt his Sunburnt, yeah. sunburnt was, with his just hat just turned oh, around yeah. backwards oh, on man. his, on his, uh. That was the best thing forehead. I've ever seen. Probably the biggest blister I've ever seen. On his foot. Oh my unreal bigger
0: question yeah. of obviously clint's setting you up for whatever but who are you going to invite to take pictures to capture oh, it and, oh and, God, and do what right. you do yeah I mean, oh you God. get the tag I, what are you going to pull the trigger <laughs> and, and the f-stop hey f-stop 2.8 yeah yeah what's the shutter down. speed tom oh that's don't funny. shoot yet tom what is what are we oh,
2: <laughs> Well, Alex has proven that he's taken some pretty top-notch iPhone shots. So. It would
3: be a full iPhone photo shoot for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would love right. it. Yeah, <laughs> including At the start of things. I one of my Thank
0: you to our new sponsor, iPhone. Yeah. Oh, well, sorry, thank you, iPhone. Oh,
3: <laughs> We'll be expecting the new 13 soon. Uh, 14. 14. One of the things that changed my mind in photography, too, and I've always kind of dealt with this with the new camera guys that come and go for the foul Life is that, you know, they're all about these big cameras and I've kind of gone in the reverse direction. I've really thought that, you know, like the smaller this camera, the more it frees you up to get more creative. And I kind of, it's kind of got spurred by watching a Sports Illustrated catalog shoot. And there were these camera guys that had big camera deals and big lighting setups and then there was one camera guy that was in the fountain with this other girl getting up close with his iPhone-style photo or camera. And he wanted to be that guy? And he, I was like, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> Less gear to lug around gear and set and, and up.
0: And yeah. Closer to the girl. <laughs> I like little, being to the the girls, minimalist,
3: yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. I'd like to kind of take that and run with it in the hunting world. I think you should.
0: Who, who, who's a better skier, you or your wife?
3: Oh. Christy, Christy, for sure, is uh, she's got me beat. She's super clean, sharp turns, and she's like uh, clearly on island time most of the time. She's into Bob Marley and things like that, but Ooh. she has no urgency in life, and so she walks slow. She's never the first off the line at stoplights, but somehow <laughs> she used to race in college, and that's how we met with ski racing, and she's one of the fastest skiers I've ever met. And I think a lot of my friends would probably agree. And, uh, yeah. And so I don't know, I'm not sure how that worked out for her, but yeah, she, she whips me good. Have you ever skied with Glenn Plake? Uh, I have a signed Glenn Plake poster in my house, but I've never actually really got to ski with him. I did at one point at Kirkwood and we weren't skiing together, but he was skiing on two tens, real skinny boards. And if anybody knows anything about skiing, that's like what they used to ski on in the eighties and he we were skiing what's called once is enough at kirkwood and it's this crazy couloir drop into this little chute and it's usually people just jump in it and just straight line and you're going Mach 10 out of it well he jumped in and made turns in it and it was pretty amazing to watch him do do that work but yeah he's a he's definitely a role model he's pretty yeah cool he's a stud
2: dude. what yeah. about on that subject your your wife skied and grew up with olympic champion i forget oh who yeah it is, she uh,
3: used to ski race with uh mancuso's mancuso yeah yeah, yeah mancuso. and i grew up in truckee so like we had marco Julia. sullivan who was on the u.s downhill team and it's really cool to see now like if you looked at this last olympics david, uh, weiss. david weiss is in reno and darren ralph's is in Truckee. Those are kind of I think we older had seven right? or
2: eight. They were talking locally. But yeah, we had this seven year, yeah, this, this there was all year. sorts
3: yeah. of guys, people from Truckee, and it's like, or to, Reno and Truckee, South Tahoe. and. Well, what a better place
1: to live if you're a skier, though. It's I mean, you're pretty, 30 minutes from some pretty, of the best, right?
3: Pretty amazing place to live for skiing. We got real stable snow conditions where if, like you lived in Utah or Colorado, you've got real kind of like basically unstable snow and you can get pretty big avalanches and um,
2: and you got brothels and uh, casinos <laughs> nearby. So and we got casinos. We got a lot casino of and out burger. And casinos. Casinos,
0: uh, if you know anything track. about Italian, casino and casino. Oh. That's a real casino and a whorehouse. Just the different pronunciation. Really? Yeah, where you emphasize it. Anyway. Well, I just drove to Vegas and I saw The Shady Lady
2: mm-hmm.
3: and what's the other one? Angels that has Ladies. A, a, yes, that
2: one? Yeah, right outside of Beatty. Oh. Yeah. Oh and then man. as you're going down <laughs> well, I've, Angel, I've, Angel, I've Angel. only made that drive how many times? How many times have I made that drive? And when you get out when you're north of you're north of uh Beatty, 25, twenty five, thirty miles, you're out in the middle of nowhere, you come around this turn and there's a street there's a, a, a street sign to a dirt road and it's Fleur de lis oh, And if boy. you look back just I mean it's it's probably two miles back in there right up against the mountain, you know, there's a little brothel back in there. But I love that Fleur de Lee oh, lane. Yeah. How do they get the women for that one out by Beatty? <laughs> They just try to truck them in, I guess, huh? And then right Nobody at Angels, La- Angels Lady, I think is what it's called. Angels Ladies is right yeah. outside of Beatty. Right, oh yeah. yeah.
3: There's like a, a Is it, the
2: shady lady's not around anymore though. There's
3: a sign. It's a bed and breakfast
1: now.
2: It's like yeah, it's you're right. Yeah. it does say
3: bed
1: and that breakfast. That was the on one the when they when they, they got a nice turn down service though. <laughs> yeah.
2: Isn't that the one that had the the first male prostitute when they legalized that? <laughs> yeah, three four years ago yeah. whatever. Yeah, that it was turned the out shit. that and it, I, it pretty much put them under. It turned out, yeah exactly. Turned <laughs> From out, that point that wasn't the right
0: <laughs> business
2: path.
3: Oh that's funny. They legalized male prostitution. Is that what
2: you're saying? Yeah, it's legal. Yeah, shady lady first one. No men do it. Well, we just got a subject matter for our next podcast. All right. We try to get that guy on the show. Well.
1: I think you only made it like a day.
0: <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about right now, but I don't want to talk about it.
1: All right. Well, that's what Nevada's famous for, you know.
0: Mining. Gold mining.
1: Game, gambling and prostitution. <laughs> quick divorces. Yeah. The city of Sin's little brother up and, here. joking forty,
0: And people coming from... Utah to get married. Yeah,
1: people from cal- coming from California to live. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah.
2: They're flocking here. Yeah.
3: Well, I think they said in Idaho too. It's the same thing up oh, there. Yeah. Montana, like it's like almost Nashville. a bad word to say that you're coming from California. Although you know, like we've been to cool place. California is an amazing state. Northern California is awesome. Oh yeah. I mean it's just Southern California's awesome. I
1: it's mean cool, great places, yeah. The it's, beaches and all they that they just had
0: better just
1: the politicians Isn't it that funny run that. When place. they
0: when they do the commercials when you're out in another state and it's all come to Hollywood and Disneyland and the beaches and San Diego Zoo. They don't show you the Frisco streets <sighs> and the freaking yeah. bums in LA and Oh man. Uh, no. <sighs> we
2: had a we had yeah, a great yeah. we had a great aunt that she passed away. What about she has been 12 14 years ago now but yeah she used to always say just cut northern california into two halves and northern nevada so make that a state northern california and northern nevada and let the let the rest of them be you
3: know yeah isn't that called because it's a
2: totally different state up there well that's oregon that's oregon oh it's
3: oh it is okay
2: yeah Hmm.
1: yeah i like you cruise through northern california it's beautiful
0: and
3: who can
1: argue with the beach in san diego and all that stuff it's awesome 85 degrees all the time be there in two it
0: weeks. It's just those pockets. San Diego? Mm-hmm. What for? Wells Vagina. Means San Diego. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll have to agree to disagree. Uh, spring break. We're going down there to hang out with Hendo and go to Disneyland and beach. Yeah. And he,
2: sounds, he
3: did say Disneyland.
2: Sounds terrible. <laughs>
0: sounds terrible. <laughs> Clay, Clay
2: vowed that he'd never go back to Disneyland since I, he was I'm a kid. I'm going to the bar. Here it. It's for I'm his kids. I'm going to it's something uh, your kids Tortilla to Joe's. No, you go, oh, yeah. you go to california adventure park and go all the way to the back where screaming california is and they got some you got some adult type jared places t- back jared there. told
0: me to go to tortilla joe's
2: it's on the grounds
0: yeah and where would that be you don't heard of it. i don't know but tortilla joe's he says it's the best i would assume it's chips still and in california and, and, margaritas and, uh, and margaritas and i'm sure they're 48 dollars. that's fine i would <laughs> rather pay that than stand in two hour lines
2: that is not where the pavement ends. No, oh man. boy! That's the,
0: yeah, that's hell no, on earth. The yeah, pavement ends. It keeps
3: the name that I keep saying is where the pavement doesn't end. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well,
1: we, we got only, so we got yeah. so
3: excited, and, and in the the rush, we forgot
1: to
0: thank Tom's favorite sponsor of ours, Jack Links. I I oh. see. Speaking of what, kind of full circle, Clint talked about how we sat sit at our desks. All day, mm-hmm. <laughs> three feet from each other, and I often see, I look over my shoulder on Tom's side, and there's a bunch of empty wrappers from all these cold crowds. You guys have
2: very high nitrate levels in there. <laughs> how, how,
0: yeah, many, uh, how, much, Link, how many Jack
2: do you have today?
3: Oh <laughs> uh, I've had easily two packs. <laughs> my favorite is the Sweet Hot. Mm, um, just regular jerky. And oh. the peppers... Uh, yeah I'm
1: what about those beef so- uh, sausages with the cheese curds those are pretty good tommy boy cold crap i
3: feel like i can't eat too much of that but i mean they're still pretty tasty i don't you know you could eat a few though yeah you just you got to balance it sure you know like there's <laughs> you, you got drink a bud light your...
1: and eat that or you can drink a bud heavy and eat just regular jerky <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right all the food groups tom ran a five mile run today tom probably took some great pictures worked in digital marketing we're appreciative of him for sitting in on this episode we wanted wow. to talk photography from, with you guys and his life and story and i was really nervous it basically
0: it. comes down to take good pictures for your memories mm-hmm. take yeah. some time set it up that's correctly we are
1: going with this whole thing that's the
0: whole podcast that was the whole lesson okay. oh boy to that's my dog scratching what's up Waylon? uh take the time because yeah i mean everybody sees it hey, Anti- well, 100- a- and you have to respect it and you know give the animal respect you don't want it looking like it's just well and it's like we talked about Bubba's a little bit bummed that you know he had that epic hunt and yeah
1: got a great bull with a bow and he's a little bit not happy with the photos taken and it's like you can't can't fix that you know yep. you can't go back and do it again so yeah well I guess you can in photoshop but we, who wants to do that
3: there's a, that would be there's a, a, there's a limit on some, yeah. some bad and photos. I looked at it because he wanted me to kind of go in there and see what I could do
0: but there's, there's not much. You couldn't
1: cut it out and put him on. I,
0: All right, let's I go eat put something the on the
1: base of a kulo yeah. or whatever you, you put something on, on kulo. forehead.
0: Let's go eat some Jack Leaks. See you next week, folks. See ya. you.